Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Today I'm talking about some questions that I asked in some polls yesterday. I'm going to be talking about these questions I asked. So I asked about like, what's your experience around letting go? What are you letting go of right now? How does that feel? That kind of stuff. I asked how you feel about investing in yourself, which got some interesting responses there. I asked about your opinion on shadow work. So I'm going to talk about what that is and how you actually do it and why it's really important. And then your feelings in general about uh, things like personal development, like self-actualization, being on this kind of journey of self-exploration. So I'm going to talk about those things. I'm going to give some... um, some things that I've learned, talk about my personal story a little bit, give some practices. So yeah, let's talk about it. So the reason I want to go into all of this is because I think it's this, this shadow work, this work of like finding our enoughness, finding grounding, letting go, clearing out space is one of the most important steps when it comes to doing personal development work. Um, which personal development work, that's like a wide range, right? And that can involve anything from like leadership, you know, working on becoming a better leader, working on becoming a better partner. Maybe you just want to feel a little better in your own skin. It can look different for everyone. And it's something that I go through in, I have a program called Worthy where we walk through different phases of personal development. And the first one, and the one that my students come back the most to, is letting go. (laughs) That's the very first module, and that is the one that I hear all the time. People are like, okay, I just went back to the letting go module. Okay, I'm starting over and going back to the letting go module. And why is that? Because we are always, we are always, 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 always taking on new experience. We are always uncovering new layers of things that we have held on to in the past. We are always uncovering beliefs that we're holding about ourselves because we are, we have this really incredible gift as humans who have this aliveness and this consciousness to be able to tap into exploring with our mind and with our heart and with our soul, exploring the different facets of life and exploring the different facets of ourselves and of seeing how reality is, right? Like being able to embrace that life is always changing, that our time here is limited. And so often, instead of embracing those things and taking that and saying, okay, my time is limited, life is precious, it scares the shit out of us because we know we're going to die. We know we are going to lose people. And I know this is kind of morbid for a, we know we're going to die. We know we're going to lose people, right? We know our time is limited, but it's the truth. And for me, that fact has become 
a driving force in my life, a motivator for connection, for me to live the fullest that I can, for, you know, like, for people who have had near-death experiences or people who have had, you know, lost a loved one or thought they were losing a loved one, I've had two experiences that really woke me up, okay? The first one, I was in Hawaii doing a teacher training and we all got um, notifications on our phones that we were about to be bombed by ballistic missiles. <laughs> Which I've never, I, you know, I grew up in like a very privileged neighborhood in rural Tennessee. I had never experienced anything like that before. And it really woke me up. Obviously, we didn't get bombed. It was like some, I don't know, maybe some of you realize it or remember this, but it was like some weird, they say like, that some trigger was set off or something like that. But anyway, I thought I was going to die for like an hour or two and um, was like going through and thinking about the life I live, right? And was like, did I do everything I wanted to do? Was I kind enough? And I don't think we ever like, I mean, maybe we do, but like maybe some people do. But there's always going to be this gap of where we are versus where we want to be, right? Like, we're going to be expanding into our fullest potential over time. And that potential is always going to be scooting out ahead of us because we're going to realize and come into this, you know, if we're intending to grow, if we're doing the work, if we're showing up to it, we're going to come into this new state of being and then it's going to expand more out in front of us. But I had that experience, which really woke me up to just like the preciousness of life and how fragile it is. Then I also had an experience where you know, I thought my dad was dying. He had some heart issues. He already had other health issues. Um, for those of you who've been around a, a while, you know this story. I basically quit my engineering job and moved home to be with him, but also because I was like, my life is short. Is this really what I want to do? And the answer was no. And it was freaking scary. But at the same time, I'm so thankful that I was able to have, you know, a roof over my head um, so that I could explore like what it is I actually wanted to do. And again, I just want to be clear, like that was very much a privilege that I could like move home. Um, but it was something so that I could like take care of my family and also take care of myself at the same time. But those two experiences were really like the motivating factors in me being like life is precious. Okay, so why do we why do we let go? What even is letting go? Um, and how do you even do it? So letting go involves everything's always changing, that life is precious, that things are coming and going all the time. And we don't really have control over that. We try to, right? We try to form this notion of safety and security by accumulating money, by accumulating, you know, like finding a job and sticking with it and by like clinging to relationships and by like needing to have like that ring on that finger to be like, you know, make sure that they're locked down and all of that stuff. And all of that is perfectly fine and normal. But then what happens? We have the money, we have the job, we have the relationship, whatever. And then the feelings of insecurity are still there. Basically, what we're doing is looking external to us. We're looking outside of ourselves to try to find an internal sense of security. And it's never going to work that way. It's never going to work that way. Instead, what we have to do is to see that 
that feeling is driven by our sense of survival, right? Like our need to like not get murdered by like the bear when we're like, you know, gathering in the woods, right? And things are different now, um, at least in some areas of the world, at least like for me, I know I'm not going to like, I mean, who knows, I could get like mauled by a bear, but it's more likely that I'll get like in a car wreck or like, who knows, bombed on Hawaii, whatever. But we have to just embrace that fact that everything's coming and going and then look at our lives and say, how can I use what I've been given? How can I, how can I use my relationships? How can I use my money? How can I use my time for the ultimate good of all? Okay. So the ultimate good of yourself and the ultimate good of people, the environment, animals, and that's going to look different to everyone based on your experiences and what motivates you. Okay. So usually what you're passionate about and what you feel like is purposeful to you is something that you're going to have a deep connection to. And this is where fulfillment comes in. Okay. When you are being motivated and when you are taking action and speaking and basing your life and using your resources for something that feels important to you, that is where you're going to feel really good about yourself and really good about your life versus what so many of us feel and what I've felt in my life is numb and just out of control and feeling like I don't have purpose. And that's where anxiety and depression can come in. Those things are chemical, but they're also things that we can work out of our system by taking action, by behaving in different ways, by training our mind and our our bodies and our nervous systems to feel differently. All of that is scientifically proven. So letting go is the process of clearing out the space so that we can have more clarity. We can see where it is that we want to put our energy and our time and resources and our money and all of those things. Letting go is the process of clearing out so that you can have space to do all of those things, right? So for me, in order to do this career that I have now, right, which I teach online classes about personal development, meditation, self-actualization, leadership, I work with female entrepreneurs, I teach people about money mindset, all of that kind of stuff, right? In order for me to step into that role, I had to let go of an old career, which was terrifying, <laughs> The same thing happens with relationships, right? Like maybe we've been dating for someone for a few years or maybe we've been friends with someone for a few years and we feel very attached to them, very emotionally connected to them. But maybe for some reason, it's just not lining up anymore. It's doing more to keep, you know, each party of the the relationship small instead of letting them expand into their next level of potential. And Maybe there's ways to work through that, right? So maybe that involves letting the actual person go, or maybe that involves letting some of your own behaviors go, letting go of how you've communicated in the past, um, some beliefs about, that you hold about yourself or that you hold about the other person that are perpetuating this cycle of frustration and um, you know not feeling content. So all of these things, you know, like, and another thing too that came up in the questions I asked yesterday are the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. For so long, I didn't believe that any of what I've created now, like I love my career, y'all. Like I love it. I feel so happy. I feel so fulfilled. I feel very successful, all of these things. And I did not think it was possible for me to create a career 
doing what I love and be able to support myself in the way that I do and to be able to support others, both through my clients and through the members of my team. So I had to look at that belief and be like, where did this even come from? Why am I clinging to this idea? You know, because I started to see other people doing it. And I was like, where did this even come from? So we have to look at where did these beliefs come from? How are they keeping us small? And how can we expand into a different belief, right? Part of that is being inspired by others. Seeing people who are like you, who have a similar background to you, who have done what it is that you want to do. That's inspiration. Then there's also like exploring your own belief and where it came from. Self-awareness is the first step in everything. It is always the first step, okay? Then there's a matter of being consistent. I just got a question this morning from someone who recently joined Worthy, right? My course and community that's um, open for enrollment right now. I just got a message from her saying, you know, like I did the first module. I have all these things I want to let go of, but I feel like some of these things will take months to let go of. Can I like keep going on through the course? And the answer is yes, because we're always going to have stuff to let go of. This is, it just has to stay a consistent practice. One of the best things I've done for myself to be able to go on and like, you know, make a podcast, um, to be able to make courses, to be able to lead retreats, to be able to um, move to Colorado from Tennessee by myself. For me to be able to do all of that stuff, I really had to get very intimate with my fears. My fears, um, the, the negative consequences that I believed could happen, you know, possibly that were like holding me back because like, what if I move and like, I hate it and I have to move back or like, what if I quit my job and I like can't support myself and then I just like can't be myself and I die or like, what if I go on this live stream and someone leaves like a nasty comment about their penis? Like, what? you know, like we have to get like intimate with all of these things and know that these are possibilities, right? And then have the awareness to be like, actually, okay, these things could happen, but I'm going to continue doing what it is that I want to do anyway. You know, like I want to keep going because there's something bigger than my feelings of getting hurt or my sense of security. And that is the purpose, right? Connecting to, and then there, this is another question I get a lot. There doesn't have to be one specific shiny purpose that you have. There might be, I don't know. Like, I've been watching The Politician. I think of, um, what's his name? The lead character who, uh, he just, like, wants to be president. And that's his, like, only purpose. And he doesn't care what he has to do in life to get there. So it doesn't have to be like that. You might have a lot of different purposes. You know, you might, like, want to support yourself and make a little more money. You might want to be able to provide a little bit, you know, more for your family. You might just want to have less anxiety and fear. You might want to make more friends. Like all of these things are purposes and that's plenty. You might want to like work towards animal rights or, you know, social rights, um, anti-racism. Like you, all of these things might light you on fire. And when you're connected to those things and working towards those things, it's just going to give you so much of a sense of purpose and, and joy, you know? And it, you can have the purpose and have the drive and all of these things. And you can also at the same time, because like, we're not, we're not just like linear beings. We're not just like, 
there's a lot of gray area. You have a lot of space to feel. You have a lot like of, you can expand and like take care of yourself and take care of others better than you ever knew possible, right? Like I take care of myself better than I ever used to. Like y'all, I meditate like two hours a day. I journal, I go on a hike like every day. I get, you know, like a massage every month. I get my nails done because that's fun. I really take care. I eat really good food. But that did not used to be the case. Like, I used to not be able to afford all that shit to begin with. I used to not have the time for it because I was so freaking busy doing things that I thought I had to do to be successful and to be happy, right? But were just, like, me feeling pressured to people please and to fit into this box that society told me that I had to fit into in order to be happy, which was actually suffocating me um, to the point where I was having like anxiety attacks and migraines and like weekly. And now I never have those because I feel so much better in my life to get. Okay. So my point is I take care of myself, but then also I'm able to take care of others. Like I've had hundreds of people go through my courses and because I've like learned how to take what it is that I have, right? My gifts and leverage them to help others. Okay. And so there's, and I know so much more is possible for what I can do both for myself and for others. So that's why I do this work, right? Because it all starts internally. It all starts right here. You can't just like, just be like, okay, genie in a bottle, please give me a life where I'm fulfilled and actualized and joyful. That's not, ain't nobody going to give it to you. Nobody going to give it to you. And we all start at different places, right? Like I said, it was a privilege for me to be able to move home and like not pay rent and like start my business from there and to like have time to like meditate every morning and do all that shit, right? But like at the same time, like I took the fucking risk. You know what I mean? Like I drained my savings account to invest in a coach. (laughs) I like would save my money while I was in college, we have to be willing. And this is where, this is why I asked about investing in yourself. Investing in yourself is not just using your money. It is also using your, your time and your energy and your words and giving yourself the space to like, if you feel like shit, give yourself 10 fucking minutes a day to meditate. And again, because I'm a nerd, because I studied science, because I have a master's degree, I go off of both the, like, the feeling of everything. What's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like, evidence that isn't based in science. It's just, like, something you feel, right? But also, I go off of science. Both of those things. Meditation has been around for thousands of years, and is proven to help you feel better. And now, with, like, science and all that shit, It is proven that if you meditate for four days, you will feel, you will start to feel shifts and start to feel more lightness and more clarity. Invest in yourself, respect yourself enough, love yourself enough to show up to yourself for 10 minutes a day. And if you're doing 10 minutes a day and you feel like you want to go get even more wild and go even more, give yourself 20 minutes a day. I started with 10 minutes a day of meditating and now I do like two hours a day. Okay. So Let yourself work your way up, okay? Keep giving to yourself so that we're vessels, right? Again, our body is going to come and go. 
our soul is gonna leave this body you know like our actions our words we can't hold on to anything our money all of that stuff like people our relationships even the best relationship is gonna end because like they're gonna die you know what i mean and we have to decide that we are a vessel we are something like a waterfall right like Things come into us, people come into our lives, money, um, experiences, words, whatever. And we have the ability, if we're clear and if we're open, if we're willing to receive and then let go, we have the ability to let stuff in and then let it flow through us. If investing is letting more pour into yourself, okay? So giving yourself time, investing in a course, right? Like going to therapy, um, asking for help from a friend, you know, like finding the resources you need will, will give you the ability that more will flow out through you. Just like, okay, like visualize a waterfall. I think of there's this big waterfall in Tennessee. It's called Cummins Falls. And it is like out of this world, beautiful, huge. It's maybe like a hundred feet tall. It's like probably a hundred feet tall and like a hundred feet wide. Like it's huge. Look it up. Okay, this waterfall at like different points of the year, depending on how much it rains, it's either like kind of drier or it's like flowing so hard that you can't get anywhere near it because it will just like murder you with how much water it has. Investing in yourself and allowing things to come into your life, allowing yourself to receive guidance, inspiration, teaching. Like, you know, before I started taking courses, I, you know, I remember when I bought my first course, it was like a thousand dollars and that was like terrible like scary for me same thing when I went to like yoga teacher training it was terribly (laughs) scary to invest in that now I make huge investments in myself and in my business and all of that but before that I was just like listening to like free podcasts but like let stuff pour into you so that you can be like Cummins Falls after it's rained like four inches a day for like seven days in a row and You'll just like have so much to give, so much to flow out of you, so much good energy, so much good words to say, like, it'll be great, okay? So that's about investing, and I know it's scary. I just want to, okay, let's talk about one other thing. I know it's scary to invest in yourself, and it's it's important to do because here's what's going to happen. You're going to go to invest in yourself, and all of these thoughts are going to come up. All of this, like, can I actually do it? Maybe some comparison, maybe some worries about money, maybe some, like, is my husband going to hate me? Like, all of these things are going to come up. But this is actually a very good thing. You should expect that stuff, the fears and the frustrations and maybe even some weird, like, coincidences of, of like, there's been times where I've invested in myself and next thing I know, like, some shit's going down in my relationship or like someone's, you know, unsatisfied with something or I'm having to learn how to be a better leader in some way or like I have a bike wreck and then have like a huge payment on um for like <laughs> medical expenses. <laughs> That's happened right after I've invested in myself in money mindset. I like I took a money mindset course. Next thing I know, I wreck my bike and have like $3,000 in expenses and I was I was just I was like, "Okay, so this is This is me having to work through money mindset. Thank you, universe. I see what you're doing here. So we have to embrace those things when they come up because it's showing us what we can work through in order for us to go through our, 
to our next level of leadership and our next level of experience and love and like empowerment, you know, if we stop and say, okay, what's coming up? What are my fears here? You can release them or at least you can move forward without them controlling you, you know? One of the things I decided a few years ago is I do not want to let fear control my life because I don't want to get to the end of my life like so many people do. The number one regret of the dying is that they didn't live to their fullest because they let fear control them. That's not going to be me. That's it. That's not going to be me. I'm not doing that. Mm -mm. So that's why we have to do this work, okay? I think this work is very important, uh, but I want to... You know, like one thing I asked was, what are your feelings about doing this, you know, self-exploration journey for working on personal development? And a lot of people said things like, it's scary, but it's worth it. Like that was a big answer. Some people were like, I love it so much. That's me. I used to like, it used to be terrifying. I went to therapy when I was 16 years old. I hated it. I was so mad. I was so pissed off, but I'm thankful that my parents made me do it because I was, whoo, your girl, she needed She needed some help there. But I also got some responses that are like, it's a luxury. And that's so true. Okay. So was it Maslow's hierarchy of needs? I actually have it up on my computer, right? We have to be able to meet meet our like physical needs first, right? Like if you're not, if you're not in a place where you're like, I don't even have a home, it's not going to be easy to be like, let me, let me just like meditate and like, contemplate like on existence and my own soul that's just not that's just not a thing right so we have to be sensitive to that and I think for those of us who do have access to it who do have access to invest in ourselves that gives us more of a responsibility to do so so that we can be in a place where we can decide to rise up and be leaders and to be speaking for the things like speaking up for Black Lives Matter, speaking up for the environment, speaking up for, you know, all of the animals that are going extinct around the world, you know, making more money so that we can then be in control of where the flow of money goes. Like for me, I make more money now through doing this work and through investing in my business and all of that stuff. And I get to decide how do I want to use that money, right? How do I want to invest? Do I want to invest in organizations and companies that are led, owned, and serve Black people, women, the environment, um, you know, children, the animals, all of those things? And the answer is yes. (laughs) I make sure that all of my purchases, right, whether that be clothes, whether that be a, you know, a coach, whether that be, you know, I'm looking at houses right now, and I really want to get like an eco house that has solar panels and, you know, passive solar and things like that. I really try to make sure that where I'm using my resources is for the best for all, not just myself, but for all, right? So I think for those of us who have these privilege privileges, we we need to take responsibility and be like, it's okay for me to rise up, but then I must be lifting others as I go, okay? Um, so that can also look like donating to organizations like the Loveland Foundation that, you know, gives therapy to black women and girls. That can- but yeah, I think you all get what I'm saying here. Um, also in Worthy, we have, we've done scholarships in the past. So I've done scholarships for all of my courses since I started teaching courses. 
Um, but we've made a specific BBIPOC women's scholarship um, for this round of Worthy, like specifically for Black women and women of color. Um, and it's exciting because we have women joining who otherwise wouldn't wouldn't have been able to. You know, women from South America, women from, um, you know, like Southeast Asia and places like that because the exchange is so different, right? Enrollment for Worthy is open for the next, I think, like 12 days. If you want a boost of community and of this personal development work that is going to help you in so many different ways y'all like this is the stuff that has helped me have way better relationships I just love myself more I've like become super successful I feel really fulfilled and it's all through everything that I put in this course we talk about money we talk about leadership we talk about um ethics and morals we talk about integrity there's women all around the world who have joined you get immediate access. There's like nine courses, nine modules. There's some really awesome juicy bonuses in there. We have a Facebook group. It's lifetime access. Uh, and that's about it. We've had some really incredible women joining so far in this open enrollment period. And if you join, I can't wait to meet you. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions or if you just want to chat. And thank you all for being here. And I think that's all I have to say. All right, I hope you all have a good day, and that's it. Okay, goodbye.